We're talking to Jolie Harris today from iCreeUpree, founder, CEO, independent artist spotlight. Jolie, we're mm -hmm. talking about artists not being loyal. My name is Double V. I am your co-host today. Let us know what you guys think. Artists don't understand how to stick to the plan. They don't understand how to be loyal. Can you um, expand on that a little bit? Like, give us some okay. examples of how uh, some artists are loyal. Here we go with an example. You talk to artists, you take them on, you tell them you're gonna help them with this, that, and the third. Right. A month or two down the line, they run into somebody that they feel they can negotiate the deal better. Okay. So this, this particular artist went ahead and did that. Two months after the negotiation went down, the deal went wrong. So now he calls me and tells me, this dude is not willing to pay me. I said, who? What? How? I said, I don't even know anything about this. So I got the information. I called them. I talked to them. And they were like, he already signed off on this. Mm -hmm. So he was like, I didn't sign off on this. I said, once you respond to their email, you signed off on it. That was a form of confirmation. That was a form. You're right. Right. So at that point, I was like, I don't, want, I don't have anything to do with this. And I don't want anything to do with you. Right. That's a sign of an individual, like, if you could have gotten through on that on your own, you would have never said nothing about it. So, so at this in, point... So in other words, it's like, artists keep jumping on everybody's bandwagon. You have a team that you're working with, and now you see another group, another individual, another team getting shows here. They're doing maybe a little better than what your team is currently doing, and you feel that, you know what, let, let me rock with them, because they, they hotter, they fresher. That's what you see. That's your perception. That's like when you see people who are major in the business do stuff. It is set up to make you think that. It's an illusion. It's an illusion. So now you have an artist where the promoter's on their job, the venue is hot, the, the, the prices for drinks and the food or whatever they're offering are reasonable, right? And you tell artists, okay, bring in a minimum of five people, and they can't even do that. Because they feel that they should be uh, privileged? Is that the word I'm looking for? Like, the whole idea of people coming together for these showcases is so the artists can cross-promote. So your artists, your people are coming in watching me, and my people are coming in watching you, and everybody's networking me room, even down to the guests. Girl, how you doing? That's a lovely hat. I like that dress. Hey, play those. People are networking for many different reasons, right. but they're meeting each other, and they'll look forward to that next event. But some artists feel like, I'm not bringing nobody. I'm not telling nobody. Well, that's dumb because you only hurt yourself. You need people in the room to cheer you on that know your record and can sing it verbatim. Because it's a psychological thing it's... and people tend to follow what others are doing. So then you be the group or the artists who make the people that are strangers to you go, yo, everybody in here knows him. Yo, that song is dope. Now you call on even more. What artists should do right now is get themselves together, find the artists that you want to roll with, and say, look, it's eight of us. Now let's go to this promoter. Because this promoter works like this, this, that, and the third. And it looked like they get, a, they get a better deal. And that's what I would suggest to artists to do. Like, I'm going to start back, but I'm going to pick, handpick six to eight artists. And we're going to work together for a whole year, promotion-wise, so that we all go to the same place at the same time. And they're going to benefit from it as well. People don't want to waste their time, put their money, put their energy into you, into your brand, into the artist, and then the artist wake up tomorrow. You know what? I have a boyfriend. I have a girlfriend. I'm in love. I don't want to do this anymore. And that has happened. <laughs> I, it has happened with me where we wake up uh, a year and a half, two years later, and the artist says, 
I don't like that project. Nigga, we done spent a year and a half on this project, finance-wise, video-wise, all right. types of money been spent, and you decide you don't like the project a year and a half later, there's a problem here. So you just tell them, well, you know, you don't like it, but we still gonna push it. We still gonna do whatever we have to do with it. But that's disloyal. It's like you walking off on the project. And what would you say to an artist that turns their back on you because you're you're charging a fee for a certain product or a certain service? What would I say to them? Yeah, like like what's like how do you deal with those type of artists? Because I create you pre definitely services the independent artist market and I know that you've experienced a lot of different, you know, dynamics and different scenarios dealing with different uh people, businesses, so forth and so on. So when you have an artist that, you know, wants it all but don't want to pay nothing, like how do you deal with an artist like that? You slam the door on their face. Slam the door There's on their face. To do with them. Everybody has to spend money. Even the promoter has to spend money. Get the right promoter. The problem isn't the disloyalty doesn't develop because of the promoter, it develops because of the artist, as we're saying. Right. If you get your business mind together, you can be loyal, but you choose to be disloyal and you get what you get. Slam doors. Who wants to deal with somebody that's disgruntled from the giddy up? Because you can't bathe them to be loyal. So we, we're talking about loyalty and artists and how artists in the music industry are not loyal and nine times out of ten are the reasons why they get jerked why um, people take them for granted and take advantage of them. I'd like to now cross over to loyalty to the craft, loyalty to the music. So, for example, you have artists that think putting out a song every week is beneficial to their product. What would you say to an artist like that? Long, long story short, putting out a record every month or every week, you got major artists out here that don't do that. You got artists that put an album out every eight to ten years. You you have one one song can ride for f three to four years. You just don't put it out there, put it online, and be like, well, why nobody? Why this? Why that? And then they so stupidly want to go and buy some numbers like it's going to make a difference. It's not. Take one song, work that song, perform that song, work that song. You don't need to, I mean, and if you can afford to put the song out properly every week or month, like some artists I know, uh, I'm not going to mention them, but they know who they are, then you go ahead because it's your pastime. You're building your, your, your archive in music and you can afford to do that. But don't put something out every week that sounds like you made it in the basement. And just remember, guys, when you do create a song, you have to send your song to music libraries. There are various different music libraries. So you may be registered with ASCAP and BMI, but you have to send your track over to Nielsen. You have to send it over to Spotify. You have to send it over to Pandora. You have to send it over to uh, Music Brains. You have to send it over to various music libraries, CSAC, things of that nature. If you don't know these names, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just go over to iCreeUpre.com or you can drop us an email at IAS Live Music Review and we'll send you the links because these are things that need to be done before you put out a song if you want credit. If you right. want if you want credit. Now, I've are you in it are you in it for the business, the notoriety, the fame, or just you know, the fun. or the fun? Well, then you need to sit there and get your business game right so that you can make money. All right, guys. This is awesome. This is IAS Live Music Review. We are talking with Jolie Harris, founder of iCreeUpre. Talking about PG versions, let's switch gears a little bit. You have artists that you're like, "Oh my god, it's good vibes." 
you go online to their page. They've got everything is everything else but music. So <laughs> my take on that is just like anybody who's looking for people, right? You still have people that hear your stuff and search for you and they want to see what you're doing. Right. Matter of fact, your job even goes on your Facebook page and look at what you're doing. But right. anyway, you want to have a page that is straight and strictly about your business. What can I expect from this person? Let me see. Okay. Everything here on this person's music page on Facebook or IG or wherever you put right. Because again, if I'm a person that can put you in a position to be better or in a better place, now I gotta worry about you understanding how your page should go. And that's a simple fact. Like, now you got your grandmother sitting here cooking collard greens in the kitchen, <laughs> right? And you got your baby running around in the pamphlet. And a diaper, right. And a diaper, and then, and then you- Your house is tore up. And then you done put a clip up of some people fighting because you wanted to show everybody, look, 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 they fighting. But yet, this is your music page. Right. You can't do that. I mean, you can do what you want to do. But when people start seeing that as a person who can put you in a position... They don't want to rock with you. They don't want to rock with you because you already got this mindset that I, I'm not supposed to separate my personal life from my business life. Some artists will say, well, oh, I'm, they're trying to be personal with regards to letting people know who they are, the real them. This is me. This is my life. This is my reality. What okay, would you so say to that? I would say the reality is... Check some of these artists on mainstream. When they got to where they are, they fixed their teeth. They made them go get their lines. Right. They made them fix their weaves. And they made them get better clothing to create a better image. Right. And if you can't understand that in your shoes, this is not for you. It's a lot more involved than what the artist thinks. We had a show where they have these booths. And each of those is eight booths. Mm -hmm. And each of the eight booths can accommodate up to six people. Okay. So the venue told the people that were coming in, the booths are only for table service, bottle service. Okay. If you sit here, it's bottle service. Okay. So then you'll have people that be like, I don't got to pay bottle service. I'm going to sit where I want to sit. Your little attitude is messing it up for the promoter. Right. Because the people are going to tell the promoter, oh, well, we don't want you here anymore because your crowd don't know how to follow rules. So people need to realize that right. when you're asked, you're coming in, there's no seats over there. First of all, you didn't want to make reservations, so that means you want to stand. A reservation means I know you're coming, so we're going to reserve a seat for you. Okay. But you go, I ain't got to make no reservations. I ain't got to. And then you get there and there's nowhere to sit. So right. you want to go sit in an area right. that's not designed for you unless you're buying bottles. So now, instead of preparing ahead of time, you get to the place and now you're aggravated and you're causing havoc for everyone else. And now it all boils down to nobody wants to rock with you moving forward. Because, because of the way you behave. This is a give and take situation. And what you put out, you will definitely get back ten times fold. All right? There's a lot of business to be managed. So there's a lot of hats to wear. Can you do it all by yourself? Some artists really think they can, but it's, it's extremely hard. And I think Kevin Tate of LMT Records said it best on the IAS Live Music Review that you need a team. Oh, yes. You need a team. I mean, every, every famous person that you look at and want to be like has a team, at least from 8 to 20 people. I mean, you got to realize that. It, how fast do you want to grow? Like, I always tell people, you are in control of your situation and how it's going to go. 
You're the director of your life and career. So you can either fly, ride a bike, roller skate, walk, take a bus, or drive. But your destination can be reached. It's going to cost you with either one of those. Right. So you have to establish a budget and a team and pick one of those ways to travel to your destination and just do it. Well, um, I don't got much money, so I guess I got to walk. Y'all niggas walking with me? <laughs> okay, so I can fly. Right. That means I'm going to get there faster because I have a bigger budget. Right. Everything is everything in this business is about time and money. 